0: Welcome to the Unapologetic Woman Podcast with your host, yours truly, Pam Armstrong. Dog mom to two, now turned amateur podcaster. I'm here to help you make your second half of your life epic. Whether you're in your 40s, 50s, or beyond, doesn't matter. A space dedicated to strong, mindful, powerful women who are on a mission to live their best, authentic midlife, to break through their own limits and BS reinvent themselves on their own terms. This is for you, the unapologetic woman. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. Well, 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 it's you again. It's me again. And it's us again. Welcome to the unapologetic woman podcast. I am your host, Pam Armstrong. And I'm so friggin' happy that you're here today. I am. And I'm having a beautiful cup of joe it's a gorgeous sunny day here in calgary and that's calgary canada just in case you're wondering where i'm from and today we're going to talk about the problem with motivation and yes there are problems with motivation and how i psyched myself into extreme motivation and how you can do the same now motivation is really nothing more than being a really really good salesperson here's the disclaimer but to yourself. I'm going to show you how you can be such an awesome salesperson to yourself. But first, let's talk about what motivation is, because it is really such an elusive thing for many. A lot of people will confuse inspiration and motivation, and they're actually very separate entities. And I have researched motivation for years. It is something that I have become obsessed on why people do what they do. Like, for example, some people can find the motivation to create a multi-million dollar company from scratch or get their PhD by the time they're 30 or lose 200 pounds like in an obscene amount of time. And then there's others that can't find the motivation to even shower daily or even get out of bed. Now, there are some problems with motivation. There definitely are. Don't get me wrong. Motivation isn't a bad thing and it can be utilized for the right things in the right situation. It's just really learning how it's used properly and to use it to your advantage and to, to leverage it and understand the core foundation of motivation with that said, motivation does have its shortcomings. Three of them actually, in fact. Okay. Number one, motivation is external. So we're talking about, it's not coming from within it's external. It's the outside world, outside pressures from something or someone outside of ourselves to keep us going. Uh, For example, Say, for instance, um, here's a random example. You're going to be evicted from your, your residence, your place, and you need to come up with a certain amount of cash quickly. You will use this intense motivation to find the cash. In fact, you will do things out of the ordinary, probably of your character, to come up with the cash. Or, for instance, if you have... Let's say you have a a child or a pet, and again, that requires, they require cash or to save them, you will find the money to to save them, Um, probably most likely more so than yourself. Another example, if someone told you that you were too lazy, untalented to open up your own art studio. And you, there's no way that they're just telling you that you can't do it. Providing who you are and who's telling you this, you would probably work night and day to prove that person wrong. You would use that motivation. You would leverage that motivation to accomplish your dreams just to show that one person. Now, I know you could argue with me that it's not necessarily a bad thing to have, you know, that type of motivation. And in most cases, you're right. Right. The problem being is that you need something outside of you for you to take action. And once you lose that thing, that pressure, then you've lost your motivation too. And that's why you see people who will, they go through a breakup and maybe they were not in really good shape. And so they, they completely do a makeover. They lose weight and then to prove a point to their ex, then they get into another relationship. And then they put the weight back on, and they let themselves go because they've lost that motivation. They become complacent, and it's again, it's not that it's bad; it's that it's not sustainable. So, number two, motivation is usually ego based, and again, believe me, there's nothing wrong with with doing things that, um, that just pop up your ego. You know, that can be writing a book. It can be just that checklist that you did it. It can be, you know, buying that dream house, that car, um, money. I mean, money was a big driver for me. Uh, Growing up, I didn't come from a lot of money. So that was just a huge motivator for me to prove a point. And I don't know who I was proving it to because pretty much my, my whole family, Is dead so it doesn't really matter anymore like who I have to prove it to so there was something driving me and I just needed I was just motivated and it it didn't matter I just wanted to make money and even if it didn't feel right at all costs I was going to make X amount of money and the problem being with that and once I accomplished certain goals it wasn't again sustainable And you would get the house or you would get the car and then, or whatever it is that you want and you attain that. It's just, it didn't fulfill you. And I knew that things didn't fulfill me. Like I would just be, after I accomplish it, I'd be, I'd be okay. I'd be meh. I'd be sad. And that leads, that leads me to the final and most important, important one. Number three, motivation is so temporary. It is absolutely impossible to stay consistently motivated. I'm telling you, it's, it's, you just can't, uh, it's exhausting. And I don't care who the person is or what their goal is. The motivation will eventually fade. Okay. And then it becomes like a vicious cycle and you become down on yourself. That's why you will see people who are like literally motivation junkies and they will do anything to keep their motivation up to get that fix. And once they're low on motivation, they are desperately seeking the next fix, you know, be it a book or, you know, quotes and a guru. And it works. I mean, I truly love all the above used with care and awareness and hiring a mentor is, is also, is also key and it can help, but eventually that mentor is going to be gone and the motivation does wear, wear off. And I'm definitely speaking from experience on this one because I used to be stuck in that cycle. I used to be that junkie. And now I, I know a lot of people referring back to inspiration that I, I shared at the beginning of this episode, They will use inspiration and motivation as the same. And I used to be one of those people, but I have stopped because the words are so like just so dramatically different if you if you really think about it. You know, here's the difference. Remember this. Motivation pushes you towards your goals. It's external. It is completely outside of you. Well, inspiration, it will pull you towards your goals, your intentions. It is aligned. It's with ease. And here's a quote for one of my my favorite authors, Wayne Dyer, and I'm sure you're familiar with Dr. Wayne Dyer. If motivation is when you get a hold of an idea and carry it through to its conclusion, inspiration is the reverse. An idea that gets a hold of you and carries you where you're intended to go. And that Completely resonates with me. And here are some examples I want to share with you. In your life, if you're doing some really soul nourishing work, and not soul sucking, soul nourishing work that you absolutely love, and you could be happily stringed together like multiple nights working, or you, you don't even know what time it is, you look up because you've been working at something. And you just, you're just jazzed about it and you're working on your craft on it. Like you just, you just love it. And it, it doesn't have to be a business. It can be anything that is, that's when you're aligned with your inspiration. If another one, if you believe in a message or an idea so deeply that you can't stop thinking about it or how you want to share it with the world. Okay. Um, another one too is synchronicities. If you can't stop, this has happened to me when I become obsessed with something that really drives me like getting up, I'll get up sometimes on a Sunday morning and I'll be like just excited to research something i'll I'll be up and it's not unusual for me to be up at five thirty in the middle of the winter researching something because I'm obsessed with it, and it drives me. It's just so easy. And I can't wait. Like I wake up and I'm so excited to do that. And I will see then synchronicities, you know, things that will pop up. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm supposed to be doing this. And I, and I pay attention on my, my innerness and if it feels right and I'm, I'm I'm doing the right things and it feels right, then yes, this is, this is something that is definitely inspiring me to go towards Um, another one, if you're a parent, I'm not a parent, um, so, but I'm a a fur parent and I can just imagine as a new mom and you're sleep deprived, you're on edge and you know, you're so completely off your game, but somehow you are able to dip into that unknown source of amazing energy. And that's what I'm talking about is that beautiful source of energy. And that's what inspiration is all about. And, and again, it doesn't mean you have to have a business. You could love your job, and then you have a whole bunch of different things that you love to work on. Your hobbies, just whatever inspires you. And it, you own it. It doesn't matter what anybody says or thinks or their opinions about whatever you're doing. It's yours. So the million-dollar question is, how do I get inspired, not motivated? And how can I live an inspired life? And and here's the thing, I can't answer that for you. Inspiration is such a personal thing. And that's what I mean that do not take opinions from other people who think you're crazy because I don't know, you're studying bugs. Maybe you're studying bugs, I don't know. Maybe that just like totally, you know, gets you so excited. That's only you can answer that question. And since inspiration comes from completely within you, not outside of you, not pressure from anybody else or or something else, you already have the answers within. It's all inside. You're, if you go in and just listen, you will have the answers. It may not happen right away, it may take a month. It might take a little bit, but all your answers are waiting inside of you. It's just a matter of asking the right questions to yourself. What makes you fully alive? What is that quiet voice inside of you nudging you to do? I suggest, and you're probably doing this already. If you're listening to podcasts, I'm sure you're, you're journaling. But if you're not journal, sit in silence for 10 minutes, just sit in silence in the mornings before you turn on your phone, before you turn on your computer, before you read anything, just sit in silence and listen. What is that inside voice? What are you feeling? That is the best way to be inspired. Answering these questions will definitely get you closer uh, to finding and connecting to your inspiration. It's, it's worked for me and it's worked for others. It's where everything begins is on the inside, your inner world. Anything happening in your reality is from your inner world. It's absolutely the only way to have or be or want to experience something in your outer world Is starts from your inner world. I promise you that. Now, there's only, in my opinion, there's only one way to be completely inspirational, and anyone can do it and have such a big impact on a daily basis. And that is to like, that's to shine and vibrate as brightly as possible. Do not shine low or dim your light because you think you're too much. It's a responsibility of another person to to shine as brightly as possible. And it's all about in the hopes of encouraging others to find their own light within themselves so they can do the same and they can pass it on. I believe that's our responsibility and why we're here. We all come from one consciousness. We are all the same. So if one can lead another and pass that light on, this world would be just so much better so this show isn't just about trashing motivation. And we can all agree that being motivated to prove like to improve our lives is a hell of a lot better than not being motivated cuz that sucks cuz I've been there too. There's just another unique way on how you can also use motivation and inspiration together. It's like a hybrid. You can hack motivation. And it's it's really worked for me when I discovered these ideas. And it has a lot to do with what I said at the start of this episode about being an awesome salesperson to yourself. And you might be thinking, you know what? I'm not a salesperson. I'm not selling myself. I don't like selling. And every day you actually are selling yourself unconsciously. You just don't realize it. And you're selling yourself to society to your neighbors, to your friends, to the world, to your family. Every day, you're a salesperson. Just others are better at it. And it's something, it's a skill that you can learn. But once you understand how you're selling yourself daily and how you can use it to your advantage, you'll love it. For example, on this podcast episode and the other ones, I had to sell myself on that these episodes were going to be, they're going to be great. They're going to be amazing. They're going to be awesome. And most importantly, I was going to offer tremendous value uh, for my listeners. And I had to keep on telling myself on a regular basis. Like I would tell myself, in fact, I would look in the mirror and I would tell myself. And then the minute it, even remotely, I doubt myself or I think negatively, I remind myself, this is going to be so incredible. People are really going to learn. They're going to get something from it. They're going to get value and it will, it will drown out the other noise that I'm having. And if I consistently do it in which I have been and it starts to interrupt all the other negative stories because really they're just stories that are running on autopilot and it's up to you to interrupt, investigate and then replace it with a new story, being telling yourself with the presence of your words that you are amazing, you are great, you can do it. So I'm going to show you exactly how I do that. And look, everyone on this planet has doubts and stories that, that run our lives. It's just really being totally aware of, of these negative um, doubts and, and reminding yourself of your amazingness and your greatness, because it it is the truth. You really are. It's not, it's not bullshit. Like when people hear that or see that as a quote, you are amazing. It is a gift. You are a gift that you are here. And it's then having that laser focus on what you want and never second guess it or yourself. Let me start off with like just a simple example, and just we'll work from there. Let's start by eating cake or something really greasy and nasty where eating too much of it would basically, it would kill you. So initially you start marketing yourself and selling the process to yourself. You start telling yourself that it's gonna really, really taste amazing. It's gonna make you feel good immediately. And once you take that first bite, you have some really good emotions going on. Dopamine is released and you feel so good. I know this to be so true as I don't know if anyone else is like me, but whenever I eat homemade bread or chocolate, like that first taste, I just start dancing. Like I do a dance off in the kitchen and I don't stop. So like for two or three minutes, I know it's, it's actually quite entertaining. However, now I want you to think about right now eating a piece of your favorite cake. Just think about that immediate gratification and you see it's really, really easy to sell yourself on having something so good. So in order to have a buffer against that, you actually have to pre-sell yourself against the idea of eating that cake, you'd have to actually work that through your mind and and work it out that you're not going to eat it. And I've actually done that with, um, McDonald's. I haven't had McDonald's probably in a decade, uh, fast food restaurants, um, pretty much anything that I have programmed in my mind that it's actually poison. So I had to sell myself that that is poison. And And then other things too, that weren't good for me, Uh, sugar, I've been pretty good with sugar and have programmed my mind and I've sold myself that it's not good for me. So it's not, it's not easy, but it, it can be done with, with some consistency. But here's the problem. We were not taught to do this. We were not taught by our parents. We were not taught by our schools and we were certainly not taught by society. Because if you actually work this out in your mind and pre-sold yourself on all the amazing things you're going to do with your life, you would be doing this. This would be an absolute no-brainer. You are such a very, very powerful person. And the way to do this is that your inner voice is like a piercing spear that breaks through any inner resistance. Look, your mind wants to be told what to do. Your mind is like a child. You have to tell it what to do. You have to direct it what to do. Or you end up being like a floating leaf in the air and will be blown all over the place with other people's agenda, ideas through manipulation. You have to stand strong with your mind. Before I started my podcast, I started off saying And I would say this before other things in my life as well, Uh, for the past, past years, I would say this out loud, this is going to be a great podcast. This is going to be an awesome podcast. This is going to be amazing. I am going to impact people. I'm going to help people. And I would say that with presence and feeling with my words, I would say it in front of a mirror. And that was even, even more powerful. Now, what I want you to do right now, I want you to think of some, some dreams that you have some goals, and I want you to wire it into your central nervous system, your subconscious mind. I've done a lot of research on this and I've implemented this as well. And it has worked for me and it has worked for many, many people that have gone on to attain or accomplish what they set out to do. Now, I want you to say these phrases. Whenever a negative thought comes up to what you're trying to do, I want you to repeat these phrases, preferably in the mirror if you can. But if you can't, just keep repeating these phrases until it sinks into your central nervous system in your subconscious mind. I want you to say, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I will do it. I will do it. I'm going to crush it. I'm going to crush it. You can rearrange the words, however you want, but put enough presence and feeling with those words. Come up with four phrases, keep it on your phone, record them, but say it. Just keep saying it until it sinks in. Now I realize it must sound crazy. You might be thinking, this is crazy. I'm not going to do this, but let me ask you this. Is it really Any crazier than how you're living your life now, if you're feeling frustrated and you're just feeling blah and you're not going after what you want and you know what you want, but you're too afraid to go after it or you're just not even thinking about it. You just think you can't. And so you end up just being really apathetic about life and being depressed about it. Look, I said it before, successful people, and I don't mean successful like about money. I mean, successful people who are happy weren't born they are made by their habits and they continuously continuously work at their habits until it becomes like brushing your teeth this is why i feel it's so important because most people will they'll sort of oscillate between i want to live my dreams but then they say it's too much work and not live my dreams because i want to be happy and comfortable and they use the whole, I want to be happy thing as an excuse not to live their dreams and, and accomplish their goals and not execute is what I have noticed uh, just with, with people. Is that you get into this mode of a very strong dislike, even self-hate. You start to like rationalize why you're not living your dreams or you just start to rationalize like living mediocre is okay. And it becomes, it just almost becomes a a complete disgust with yourself. And sometimes that can be good because sometimes you can get so fed up. And I've been in those situations where enough is enough. Look, this doesn't have to be Like every part of you and all day long, and you're living your life like a life like a robot. That's just not feasible. This is just a small part of you that you can tap into. It's your own secret weapon that helps you cut through all your negative noise and crap. And I call this self love as well. Just a way as you have an extra tool in your toolbox to, to really combat against all the different things that are coming at you all the negative voices all the agendas of others so to do this you need to implement meditation and the other thing is what kind of voice do you want to have in your mind and what is it that that is driving you that is empowering you and why this is so important because you will have different voices and different stories and different agendas coming at you all day long from everywhere. You are being manipulated by society and you need to guard your mind because no one else is going to do that for you. And you need to to guard it from others who want you on their side and to buy into their story. So you need to get really, really clear on your own agenda on your own goals and your own dreams. And when I say dreams, I mean really think fucking big, like so big that you probably can't finish it in this lifetime. And so the first of all with motivation, your mind is gonna shift from your higher self to beautiful thoughts and to regular everyday thoughts and to then lower thoughts That's when you want your dreams and your goals built into your nervous system and your subconscious mind automatically to always be there in the background. So when you are having those days when they're in the lower vibration thoughts and you're beating yourself up because you can't do something, you need something to go back to. You need to go back to your toolbox and to use your secret weapon and last up you want to have your purpose on this earth aligned and you want to get clear on really who you are and what you're doing here and you have to remember it's not about the money it's not about the validation it's not about the lifestyle or proving someone someone wrong it's about going deep and discovering your true self and using that as fuel and a GPS for your life alright I'm going to leave it here and I really hope you got something good out of uh, today's episode some things to look for and implement and think about and uh, hey if you resonated with this episode I would love it if you took a couple of seconds and leave a little review on Apple Podcasts or share a screenshot and tell me what you loved about it on Instagram and tag me Thank you so much again for listening. Until next time.